good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, didn't cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Chujunk, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by Native Ritz Radio Network on Patreon. That's Native Ritz Radio Network on Patreon. Right on. Hey, a lot going on. Let me just uh, give everyone a little heads up here. We got a former state representative of North Dakota, Ruth Buffalo, coming on. And also a sacred uh, animal section with with my wife, Wendy Pilot. And we'll be uh, ending the show with that as we do. And she's done so many years. And I've learned so many things from uh, her sacred animal uh, portion of the show. Haley, uh, we got some news going on here, and uh, we should probably uh, start off here with what's going around, going on around Turtle Island. Mm, yes, well, there's definitely a bunch of things going on, but first I want to <laughs> quickly mention our home station at AM 950. We have February is Listener Appreciation Month, and we want to just say a big thank you to all of our listeners, a big Pina Gigi, Miigwech, Wopila, for listening to us here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And you can win prizes all month uh, by liking our posts on Facebook, signing up for AM 950's e-newsletter, and calling into our local shows. And you can win prizes such as gift cards to restaurants and listener appreciation events and tickets to other fun Twin Cities events and a major grand prize at the end of the month. I hope it's a car and I hope we're, uh, we're able to win it. No, I know. Hey, hey! <laughs> I want to thank uh, and thanks to the generosity of our member uh, listeners. Uh, we have extra passes to give away, and we won't be giving it away tonight. But uh, it, you need a pass to come see us, and uh, it's almost like school when I had to write out those passes, Haley. You know, where uh, mm. bathroom passes and things like that. I'm sure. You just walked out of the classroom and I had a cigarette somewhere, but uh, my other students had to, like, get a pass from me. Yeah, well, probably not in high school. Maybe junior high I was doing that, but (laughs) I know all about those passes. We would save them and try to reuse them and all that. Oh, wow. Well, just so... You, I used to uh, get forgeries, too, because I'd sign my name Pilot, and then I'd put a star after it just to throw them off. And, boy, I've seen some stars and pilot uh, signatures on passes over the 30 years. So, but, I bet I, you did. I got uh, outsmarted again. What else, mm-hmm. is, what else is going on? I know there's uh, – we're excited. Uh, well, we're excited for that event because we're going to be there on the 13th hanging out with all the celebrities and, um, you know, with uh, Ghost Box Radio and uh, Matt McNeil and – we're going to, you know, if they have too big of a line to sign autographs and shake hands, we'll get the over uh, overflow of that. Absolutely. We'll take it over <laughs> for Matt and Greg. Um, let's, uh, but yeah, let's, let's stick for in uh, Twin Cities events going on. I know we talk a lot about Minneapolis happenings and things going on along the American Indian Cultural Corridor down there. Um, the American Indian Family Center has one of their calendars out they put one out every week and they always have something going on so this wednesday from 12 to 1 30 they have women and mothers support group thursday from 10 to 2 is traditional crafting group mm. and well Bridey medicine wheel 12-step program meeting via zoom from 7 to 8 wow yeah so that's on thursday and then friday american indian family center beginning at 5 p.m is a women's sweat and saturday on the 10th they're having an elder teachings with maria morin mccoy and you can visit aifcmn.org for more info and thank you to ever uh whoever makes those calendars <laughs> yeah exactly i always feel like we should have one master calendar and i think people try to do that because like i was double booked this last weekend and uh 
I think you mentioned this yesterday. We just got to give a shout out to our listeners that do listen to us and many of them, I know there was like 15, 20 people that said that they heard um, this event on Native Ritz Radio that went to a couple things in St. Paul, uh, some art shows and that's really cool to hear and hear that response and that tells me that there was more people there that, that just didn't even mention it. And so it, it's excellent that, uh, well, I guess that people are listening to the show, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always good. We, we appreciate it. Again, uh, February is a uh, listener. I guess that is the the purpose. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Listener Appreciation Month. So <laughs> we appreciate it. And uh, another St. Paul event going on this weekend, we have Inde Young Center's 25th annual Cherish the Children traditional powwow Saturday and Sunday, February 10th and 11th at Johnson High School in St. Paul. Haley, that Inde uh, Young uh, powwow is always special, but it's always well uh well attended and a lot of vendors out there and um yeah i i'm looking forward to that um yeah. i don't miss that one and that's uh and a young which we always kind of talk about is like bobby wilson and dallas Goldtooth work there at there it's a uh, it's a youth kind of crisis center uh where they take people in and uh uh, so they do a lot of good work in, in the community, and uh, I don't know, this powwow rocks, so I'm excited yeah. to well, go to that and have you remind me to go. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, well, we'll definitely be going to Inde Young's powwow, and you know what else is rocking? That reminds me, Pearl Jam, when they were here for their two-night show, they donated um, to Inde Young's organization, so I thought that was really cool. Um <laughs> But yeah, there's going to be, like you said, a ton of vendors. I know Trickster Tacos is going to be out there. Um, some of our vendors, Woodland Indian Crafts, um, Creative Native Beating, um, Ninny Johnny's One of Ones, our friend Brooke LaFleau. Mm. And yeah, just a lot of familiar faces. So I'll definitely be out there this weekend. Well, I know there's something in Wisconsin, too, that we want to talk about. And I'm excited about because it's the first annual one. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about that uh, Ho-Chunk Round Dance? Yeah, so this is uh, the Ho-Chunk Lunar New Year Round Dance happening at Ho-Chunk Nation Community Center out there on Julie Street in Toma, Wisconsin. Again, it's this weekend, February 10th from 6 to 10 p.m., uh, Ho-Chunk Nation's Lunar New Year Round Dance. Yeah, I definitely want to make that out there. That's going to be a, a travel. It's going to be from where I'm at, probably two, two and a half hours. But uh, definitely have to check that out. It's It sounds pretty cool. And I don't think we have anything else going on this weekend here in the cities, do we? That is a great question. I, I probably missed a few flyers. So well, I'll keep I'll, an eye out. Well, I'll keep listening. Yeah. Listening for your updates. And then hopefully you'll remind me again later on. We're going to have... Uh, former state representative of North Dakota, Ruth Buffalo on, and then Wendy on the fourth segment with her sacred animal portion, which is uh, always uh, fun to howl. And uh, we've gotten to be known for that. And uh, that's an uh, exciting intro that we've been doing for years. Matter of fact, uh, my Dega, I guess he would be your Dega too. Curtis was the first one to howl uh, back in the day when we uh, when we did that. Uncle Curtis, who... Uh, yeah. So, and then we That's all. That's cute. It's like a little family tradition. Yeah. Well, we stole it from them. <laughs> now, but uh, yeah. And it's kind of kind of a fun thing. So, we got anything else going on um, in the news? Um, did, did we talk about yesterday? And I don't listen to the show all the time, even though I'm on it, Haley. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. But did no. we talk about uh, uh, Governor Nome yesterday? No, I think you forgot to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> well, hey, a good ups with uh, with uh, South Dakota Reservation, Pine Ridge Reservation, not allowing the governor, the racist governor of South Dakota on there and probably one of the front runners for uh, Trump's vice president. Um, mm -hmm. Crazy stuff there. And I'm glad uh, that nation really stood up for what's right. And I got to give him a big shout out. Absolutely. Maybe yeah, Ruth, that's a wild story. Maybe Ruth has something to say about that. I hope so. That's cool. Hey, Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake. It's Haley and my me uh, chilling like a villain. Or is oh, it plural? Villains? Villains. All right. We'll be right back after this short break. 
Stay with us. We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And and some some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Life can be hard. Sometimes it feels like there's no answers, like there's no way out. Hennepin County's Cope Mobile Crisis Response is here to listen and help you find a way through whatever is going on in your life. Call 612-596-1223 for no-cost crisis support anytime, anywhere in Hennepin County. That number is 612-596-1223. As we pack away the ornaments and bid farewell to the holiday season, it's time to unwrap the gift that keeps on giving, getting protected by a COVID-19 vaccination. This is your chance to make a difference, especially as our Native communities face higher COVID numbers. Those higher numbers underscore the need for collective action. So answer the call and get vaccinated. The latest vaccines are not just authorized, but they're proven effective against the current variants. This is extra protection, even if you've already had previous vaccines, since previous vaccines will eventually wear off. Plus, the new shots are FDA approved for ages six months and up. A COVID vaccine is not just a shot. It's a pledge to safeguard the wisdom and stories handed down by our elders. So join the movement, get vaccinated, and make 2024 the healthiest year ever ever securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more information, including details about clinics offering free vaccines, visit vaccines.gov. Anin, I'm Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, and you are listening to Native Roots Radio. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Yes, it is. And we uh, love that organization and uh, all the things that they do around uh, Turtle Island for our people. Hey, before uh, uh, Ruth uh, comes on, uh, I have this uh, story here that we were talking about. And this is from Associated Press. The South Dakota tribe has banned Republican Governor Christy Nome from the Pine Ridge Reservation as she spoke this week about wanting to send razor wire and security personnel to Texas to help deter immigrants at the U.S.-Mexican border and also cartels that are infiltrating the state's reservations. Due to the safety of Oyeta, effective immediately, you are hereby banished from the homelands of the Ogala Sul tribe. Uh, Tribe uh, President Frank Starr comes out and said in a Friday statement addressed to Nome, Oete is a word for people or nation. Um, That's awesome. Mm. (laughs) That's really awesome, don't you think? I think so. I mean, we got to do what we, you know, we cannot support people like that who say the, you know, solution to a problem in at our borders is to send razor wire down there and like that's going to fix all of our problems um well exactly and you know we talk a little bit about this and believe you me i don't i don't condone um breaking the law or anything but uh this has gotten out of hand in a couple different ways, and that's the the media and then what's going on down there. I heard a report of NPR down there, and we have a lot of people at the border that are, well, mega people that are right uh, hanging out with, uh, with uh, you know, the by the border and trying to raise heck. And uh, people live on this side of the border and close to the border too, Haley. I mean... There is that, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, it comes to uh, people that are human and, um, you know, uh, there were no borders when when uh, Turtle Island was first here and who's legal and who's not, you know, that's in the last couple hundred years, we could say a lot of people were uh, illegal and we were legal here as uh, First Nations as the Canadians call themselves, mm-hmm. the Canadian Native Americans call themselves. 
Right. Well, even just us being Ho-Chunk in Minnesota, we're illegal. Yeah, that's right. No, we, 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 we still are. And so, and not only that, but so is the, uh, the Dakota Dakotas that live here too. I mean, right, I always like right. talking about that with, uh, with, with us, but we're not, we're not alone on that. And so it's an interesting thing it, it, that we can be illegal in our own homeland and, uh, people can be illegal uh, in their homeland too. And, you know, uh, there's always a little controversy about, you know, natives and who's native and who's not, you know, well, we talk a lot about this too. The, 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 our Mexican brothers and sisters have been colonized too. Their original language was not Spanish. Um, there's all these things that, you know, we don't talk about or it's not uh, taught to us in school. Uh, I just, there's just needs to be a big 101 um, on, on, his, on the true history of Turtle Island. And I don't think there, there is or people want to. Uh, Ho-Chunk, again, we had that great uh, book opening about uh, to banish forever the secret society and the Ho-Chunk and the ethnic cleansing in Minnesota of our, our people. Um, you know, if you read the book, there were crops in, they were growing and we were removed and people just took over our houses. And, uh, you know, there, there's, there's history like that. That's not that long ago. Right. Exactly. Not long ago at all. Just a few generations ago, really. Yeah. So what do, what do we do? We, we speak our truth and those are things that, that we, we need to do, um, speak our truth. And I think that's, what's really cool about this show. I always say that, that we have such great guests that come on and talk about real things that are experts about what they know and what they do. Uh, you know, and it's hard too, because there's so many weird things, you know, when you go out, dude, when you go out and about in the, in the area, people want to touch your hair. It was funny. I had a medallion on and I was at a, at a different thing and people just came up and started touching me and touching my medallion. It was really bizarre, but I know a lot of native women have issues. People just come up and touch their hair. It's just a bizarre kind of thing, Haley. Yeah. And You know, I've had that happen to me, which is, you know, might be a hard thing to, I don't know. I think when, when it comes for me, I've had people come up and touch my hair, but I feel like when I look at myself, you know, I have European uh, descent from my mom's side and then my native side comes from my dad's side. Um, So, you know, it's, I, I can't always tell if people are trying to touch my hair because, you know, it's native or it's beautiful, whatever. Oh. Well, thank you. Right. It's, it <laughs> yeah. is beautiful. I will say that. I did win best hair in high school. Shout out to me. But um, I don't know. It is uncomfortable. I would say to anyone, I wouldn't go up and touch them without their consent. Doesn't matter who you are. Um, it's just an uncomfortable thing. I feel like no matter who you are. Yeah. It's a boundary thing, definitely. And and But I just thought it was bizarre that people were, you know touching this medallion I had and it's just like it was just you know I it made me think of uh of our our sisters and even brothers that uh that get their hair touched it's just a bizarre Mm -hmm. thing so in that case if you're an ally out there which I know you are if you're listening to the show uh ask first that's all Mm -hmm. it's just ask first and uh Right. We can accommodate, and especially it sounds like Haley too. She's like like showing off her beautiful hair. So, mine's, oh. mine's thinning out, so I don't want anyone to touch <laughs> it. it. Might get a glob of hair in their hands if they touch my Aww. touch my hair. <laughs> yeah. Sacred. Yeah, <laughs> they could take it home with them. <laughs> uh, make a doll out of it, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that reminds me of that story <laughs> that we were following. I don't know, maybe a couple of months ago, out of. Colorado, I think it was Denver or Boulder area of that. Uh, The Dakota elder who was in the hospital and had to have Mm -hmm. that surgery or procedure done and they cut off his hair without his consent. Like he was sleeping or, um, you know, under medication and they cut his hair and they didn't tell his family why they didn't get consent. 
There was, I don't think there was a justified reason to cutting his hair for any medical procedure. Um, and they, the hospital couldn't tell the family where the hair went. Right. Just bizarre stuff like that. Right. It's just bizarre stuff. It's just like, um, you know, one of the reasons that I grew my hair long is because of uh, the bullying that goes on uh, in schools with our young ones that grow their hair. And it's just like, I need to grow my hair in solidarity. Uh, it's, yeah. it's correct. Yeah, I'm just reading what Laurie put up there. It's heartbreaking how much darkness is out there. Robert is correct. We stand and speak our truth. We shine light in this darkness. It is a violation, but they don't know, and we have to keep speaking the truth. Thanks. Thank you, Laurie. Big peeny gee um, for uh, typing that in. And uh, and anybody else can uh, write to us, too, as long as it's nice and powerful like Laurie just did and Santia, we love you. We just want to give you a big shout out too. Yeah, all of our regular <laughs> uh, live stream commenters, we appreciate you out there, and we we love sifting through your comments. I want to go back to the governor of South Dakota, Robert. Yes, and that story that you brought up. So, Governor of South Dakota, Christy Nome. I guess I had to look her name up because I was not familiar with who she is. Mm. Yep. And um, this is the one that is now banned from one of the reservations out there. Yep. And uh, I had to look her name up. The first thing that came up on Google here is uh, her marital affair with Corey Lewandowski, a former campaign manager and current advisor for guess who? Donald Crump. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what that's what the word is that she's going to be uh, his VP, and uh, she even uh, said, and I don't think it was in this article, but she even said that you know she would have not done what Pence did, and mm. she would have counted the the fake electors. So oh, gosh. we have that to look forward to, and I think uh, Jeez. we still have to uh, speak our truth and talk about. Uh, politics you know and it's it's painful at times but i really believe you know when it comes to uh voting for the democratic party they're much easier to get more progressive than it would be voting for a republican that you know votes against one thing haley and then and then goes to the celebration when they're uh <laughs> whether it's funding or whatever they vote against and then they they act like they voted for it it's just a, a mm -hmm. upside down world and you know, we got people's uh, guests that come in and talk about these things. And, you know, thank goodness, uh, like uh, Lori said, uh, people coming to the show, including Lori and people like that, uh, speak their truth and uh, in a good way. And uh, we get our, uh, where our, our allies and our Native allies all fired up in a good way. So, hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. And, uh, we'll be right back after this short break. Are you thinking about college? Consider checking out Minnesota Private Colleges. These 18 nonprofit institutions keep the focus on students with small classes and professors who will get to know you. You'll find students from all backgrounds, and no two colleges are alike. And when it comes to cost, they're more affordable than you think. Find the college that's right for you at mnprivatecolleges.org slash possible. mnprivatecolleges.org slash possible. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's native communities. Minneapolis Air dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune into Minneapolis Air on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month, right here on AM 950. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's, Let's live, live and, and let, let howl. howl. 
JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. The vehicle for the Minnesota family is the Toyota Sienna, and the best place to get one is Rudy Luther Toyota in Golden Valley. That's not an opinion, that's a fact. I have three kids, and the Sienna hauls all your kids' sports and school gear easily. I can attest they're the safest vehicles, trust me, protecting your most valuable cargo. They're the perfect vehicle for the spring break or summer road trip, and the hybrid model is insanely fuel efficient. And Rudy Luther Toyota has a great selection of new and certified pre-owned Siennas. Get one today. It's my highest recommendation. Rudy Luther Toyota, west of Minneapolis on 394. Hi everyone, Matt McNeil here. We have a big announcement. February is AM 950 Listener Appreciation Month. Even though this station has a powerhouse lineup throughout the day, this station wouldn't exist without you, the loyal listeners of AM 950. And we want to let you know how much we appreciate you listening. Thanks to the generosity of our member listeners, we have a few extra tickets to give away for a listener appreciation event. This is a special thank you to you, our listeners. All this week, listen to the Matt McNeil Show, Native Roots Radio, and Ghost Box Radio for your chance to win a pair of tickets to our listener appreciation event, Meet and Greet, on February 13th. There are also chances to win tickets by liking our Facebook page and by signing up for the AM950 e-newsletter on am950radio.com. Tune in to AM950 throughout the entire month of February for other giveaways, like gift cards to restaurants and more. It's our way of thanking you for being a listener to AM950. You are appreciated. Thanks from everyone at the Progressive Voice of Minnesota, AM950. With a look at your AM950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Tonight, cloudy with a low of 38, then Wednesday, cloudy and breezy with a high of 54. The renowned musical satirist Randy Rainbow is bringing his Randy Rainbow for President tour to the State Theater in Minneapolis on Friday, February 23rd. Get your tickets at randyrainbow.com. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Hey, we are with our friend, former North Dakota State Representative Ruth Buffalo, and we're really happy to have you on here for a quick segment and a big check-in. Ruth, have you uh, seen what our friends uh, in Pine Ridge uh, uh, proclaimed a few days ago? I did. <laughs> we were talking a little bit about that. Do you have anything to add? Uh, it's pretty, uh, we just have to put the fist up and say right on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, sovereignty is a big deal. It is. It is. And it's, it's, um, it's fun to watch. <laughs> it's fun to watch tribal nations exert their sovereignty. I remember um, Cheyenne River doing the same during COVID, you know, taking control of their their borders and so it's it's good to see that um it's good to see that absolutely hey so we're checking in what do you what do you got going i hopefully we're going to see you in a couple weeks here in the twin cities on uh mmiwr march here in minneapolis and uh people listening in can come meet uh, come down and see meet ruth but it's also a day of celebration but also mourning and uh, seriousness too Yes, for sure. It's um, it's always a heavy day, you know, because we want to acknowledge um, those that are still missing and, and the families who are grieving. Um, and, you know, I think it's so important to find support for our relatives um, who are still searching for their loved ones. Um, so I think that that support is so important. Yeah. So what do you, what do you have going on? What have you been doing lately since you've last been on? Um. Just, you know, the, the usual um, community work and you know, just trying to help where I can. And um, I'm a mom, so, you know, we're juggling our, our family schedules and um, actually coaching the girl twin this year. So that's been yeah. something fun. And um, so, yeah, just, you know, uh, trying to stay stay well and uh, 
contribute to to generational healing and <laughs> all all yeah. the good, all the all the good things. <laughs> Well, Ruth, uh, last time we were on too, it was kind of a teaser uh, when I was asking you about uh, running again. Um, I know it's just crazy that you got uh, gerrymandered out of a seat. You know, your support was gerrymandered out of your district. Um, what are your feelings about that? And is there anything uh, we can look forward to uh, from Ruth Anna Buffalo? Um, well, uh, I'm, you know, trying to help where I can, you know, uh, in, in every level. Uh, we're trying to, as I mentioned before, we're trying to get more representation uh, within those spaces. Um, can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear just somebody talking in the background a little bit, but we can hear you. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're trying to get more uh, representation in those district seats, um, you know, delegates for the presidential uh, nomination convention um, that's going to be in Chicago in August. Um, but locally within North Dakota, we have our state convention. Um, we have a couple different conventions. We have one at the county level. That'll be beginning of March, first weekend in March, that Saturday for Cass County in North Dakota, Fargo, North Dakota. Um, and then later we'll have our, uh, in April, we'll have our state convention in Fargo this year. Um, and so we really want to push this information out to everyone so that everyone has access to this information. So a lot of uh, awareness and education on how to navigate those spaces. Yeah, we have a, a group uh, and there's a national group called uh, Make Voting a Tradition here in the Twin Cities. I'm sure you heard of it. Well, do you guys have anything like that in uh, the Dakotas? Um. <laughs> We have uh, North Dakota Native Vote, um, yeah. which is affiliated with um, a, a organization, Western, uh, rest, Western, uh, sorry, tongue-tied here, uh, their Western Native Vote, you know, out of Montana, they, they are affiliated with, with that organization, so they're doing a lot of good work. Um, I was involved in a lot of those early conversations of getting that off the ground and what it would look like in North Dakota. So they've they've been that organization, North Dakota Native Vote, is doing a lot of good things um, statewide, uh, also legislatively. Uh, but within Fargo, uh, North Dakota, we do have a training coming up. Uh, it'll be um, hosted by. Um, Local Innovative Leadership Initiative, which is a INC, INC, but the acronym is LILI, um, and so we chose we chose the uh, LILI first, and then we just tried to find words that would fit <laughs> to our our acronym of LILI. You know, because in our culture, when women LILI, they're honoring someone, honoring our relatives, honoring our our warriors, and so um, we landed on local innovative leadership initiative. And so this was uh, founded right at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. And we were given a $500 seed grant from one of the new women's leadership institutes um, in the Fargo-Moorhead area, which I'm an alumni from 2011. Um, so it's a really great program. They provide seed grants to uh, alumni. And so we got a $500 seed grant right before the pandemic and then pandemic hit. So that was at a little standstill, but right now we're hosting our first uh, public event and that'll be uh, Saturday, February 17th at Fargo at the uh, Regional Small Business Center. Um, our trainer is Prairie Rose Seminole and the topic is uh, storytelling and public speaking, um, but also stressing the importance of you are the leaders that we want and need. So really trying to cast a wide net again and pull more people in to give them that exposure and those tools um, that they might not have otherwise had access to. Yeah, uh, stepping up uh, and running and uh, getting involved and speaking in front of loud crowd, uh, large crowds is huge. And, uh, and, and, you know, we've proven time and time again, you know, we all put our... Uh, pants on the same way one leg at a time and uh, people should uh, not be afraid because there's people like you that have led the way and in a good way yeah i'm, I'm uh, you know introvert i would say you know at heart very shy it's a very shy individual growing up and so you know public speaking is not 
something that I think comes natural to myself or to many others and oftentimes can be seen as a barrier to uh, wanting to help with change or create change or be a catalyst for change in your community. But I think if you speak to an issue that's near and dear to your heart, um, then, you know, I think that's, that's half the battle is finding out what your passion is. And um, a lot of the public speaking oftentimes comes out of necessity, you know, whether or not you have to uh, take courage and provide testimony at a public hearing at, you know, within your, local municipality, within your tribal community, within your state, within, you know, so it's, it's an important skill to have. And it's, it's really uh, Prairie Rose Seminole um, has been doing this work for a long time. She was a young member. I think she was 16 years old when she was serving on the Fargo Native American Commission. So it's, wow. it's good to see that she's still giving back to our communities. And um, I mentioned last time my daughter is uh, young, the youngest member of our North Dakota Democratic Nonpartisan League State Policy Committee. Um, and so we're just trying to pull more people in and um, see how we can help with the, the shift that is going to happen uh, regardless. It, it, yeah. There's a shift happening regardless you know, of, of what's happening in the world. Well, exactly. And I agree. And that's one of the things I just wanted to touch on here the last few minutes with you is just how important it is to suit up and show up and cast a vote. Um, there's so many things going on that are outside of us. I mean, we always joke Haley's a Gen Zer, and she's never been polled before. So we have all these scary polls all the time. And, uh, and they don't come true and uh, they want to make it that people are afraid and don't want to vote. Yes, no, we definitely, I love that um, what you mentioned, you know, voting is a tradition, you know, making it a part of, uh, you know, your kitchen table talk conversations or just being uh, second nature, you know, just being able to know that you're going to vote and knowing, understanding the process, but how things have been going in North Dakota is there's always these little roadblocks that try to prevent people from uh, gaining equal access to the ballot box. And so um, that, you know, work is, this work is long-term and we're definitely in it for the long haul of making sure that people have access to uh, accurate information and they know uh, the different avenues to take action in whichever uh, government or whichever community they may, they may reside in. That reminds me of how what you guys were dealing with uh, a couple uh, elections ago where they were moving the, the, off, the, uh, off the res, moving them very far away, making it very difficult for people uh, to vote. Yes, um, I'm uh, from, originally I'm from Mandarin, North Dakota, which is located in Western North Dakota on the Fort Berthold Indian Reservation. And for the longest time, you know, we've had two polling locations in Mandarin. Uh, Fort Berthold Indian Reservation is unique in that we have six different uh, counties that intersect it. And so, and we're also very close to uh, the mountain time zone as well. Um, mm -hmm. And so one of the polling locations located out in the country was shut down with no notice given to community members who live out in out in the country, you know, west of, of Mandaree. Um, and so because of that, they had to travel to Dunn County uh, Courthouse, which is on the other side of the, the Badlands. You know, if you if to get to North Dakota, uh, sorry, to get to Mandaree, you have to, there's a couple different ways to get there, but um, the south of Mandaree is the Badlands. And so uh, you have to go through the Badlands um, to get to Dunn Center, uh, which is on the other side of Kildeer. And so that's about a hour and a half drive one way uh, for a lot of our elder elderly women who live in rural, uh, out in the country in, in Mandaree. So definitely posed some serious barriers um, we will be having a presidential primary um, in North Dakota, a Democratic presidential primary. And so we will have pop-up polling locations uh, in all of the tribal communities throughout North Dakota. Um, and aside from that, it will be mail-in ballots um, for all the mm -hmm. other locations in North Dakota. Well, and to, just to amplify this and talk about this uh, is, a, is a good thing because that was so crazy when that was happening. And Hopefully that's not the case this uh, election, but 
you know, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on and we just have to be, uh, you know, we have to follow through and then help our, help our elders and help our young ones to get out to the polls. For sure. We definitely have to pay attention and we can't trust that others are looking out for our best interests. So we also have to really do our homework and, and make sure that we're keeping our communities informed with accurate information. Well, we just got it here. One of our listeners says we love Ruth Anna and so do we here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great day. Peeny Gigi for stopping in and we'll see you soon. See you. Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis Air dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis Air on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month, right here on AM 950. Become a teacher and ignite change. Join the St. Paul Urban Residency Program to become a teacher in just 15 months. You can earn your master's degree and teaching license from the University of St. Thomas while earning a $30,000 stipend, single health care, and dental benefits. As an added bonus, next year's cohort, all residents will receive $20,000 towards their tuition. Apply now. Applications due February 28, 2024. Visit spps.org/sutr. Hey, if you're like a lot of people, you're probably relieved that the holiday celebrations are over. But there's one thing that might stay with us from the holidays besides all those gifts, and that's COVID-19. Numbers from COVID are going up as we spend more time inside. And Native Americans are seeing even bigger case spikes. With all the indoor celebrations over the holidays, you may have unknowingly been exposed to someone with COVID-19. That's why it's important to stay vigilant. If you notice any symptoms like a fever, a tickle in the throat, or heavy fatigue, take an at-home test. They're still free and can be ordered at sayyeshometest.org. If you do test positive, you're eligible for free treatment, and no health insurance is required. Visit health.state.mn.us to connect with providers and receive your treatment. Let's make 2024 the healthiest year ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. How? Well, hey, we got a, we got a few minutes here left in the show. Uh, Haley, why don't we get uh, with uh, Wendy and her update? Absolutely. Take it away. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Robert. Hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level, and it's always my pleasure to do that. Um, I've been in New York for a little bit here, and I'm telling you, the most popular question I get from people around is, Wendy, where can I get a dog? Um, People just um, seem to know, and I tell people uh, that I, you know, work uh, with the Humane Society of the United States, and they think that I'm, you know, adopting animals out, but that's not what we do. Um, We work on policy and laws and ordinances in different uh, states. So I work in Minnesota. Um, So what I wanna talk to you about today is um, the best way uh, to find a pet. Now, um, I'm gonna be against going to a breeder uh, just because there's so many, uh, you know, dogs out there in the world that need 
um, help and you could find a dog without going to a breeder. A breeder is, of course, just breeding more dogs. And we have enough dogs right now in the United States. Every single solitary person has to have four dogs each to combat the homeless dog population. So um, I don't want four dogs, and I know you don't want four, do four dogs, right? So um, first I would say, you know, check out your local shelter. Um, I, I was just on uh, MAC, which is the Minneapolis Care and Control in Minneapolis. Uh, they're at 212 17th Avenue in North, uh, North Minneapolis. And uh, they have plenty of dogs there, and the staff is really good, and they really work with the dogs so they could tell you a little bit about the dog. Um, also, um, I, I really hate to say this, but they do euthanize dogs. So um, they will have a dog on their red alert uh, that needs, um, you know, adoption or a rescue organization to come in and get the dog or a person to come in and adopt the dog. Um, the red alert is usually with dogs who have a specific behavioral problem. Um, but over the years, I've met so many people who have training and they're really good with dogs and that they just, the dog just needs time um, to be trained and, uh, it's not the dog's fault, you know, it's not the breed, it's just uh, th what happened to the dog and the previous owner that was not responsible and didn't put in the time and the training, and that's why the dog is in the shelter with a behavioral problem and is on the red alert list. So, uh, check that out first, but if there's a website that I really love. It is called Pet Finder. It's one word. I've talked to you guys about this uh, before, Pet Finder, and I just love it because I just went on it now, and I'm in New York, and, and I love it because it will sort uh, for you. So I went on, and I entered the city and the zip code where I am, and uh, it says, okay, now let's find your best match. So what you could do is you go on the filter, and the filter will say, well, first of all, do you want a dog and a cat, dog or a cat? Which breed do you want? I put any breed. It didn't matter. Do you want a puppy? Do you want a young dog, an adult dog, or a senior? So I said, okay, let's pick a senior. Robert and I have always said that, you know, from now on in our lives, since, you know, we're up, we're getting up there, we would only adopt a senior dog. And they always seem so um, sweet and appreciative. So that's what we're going to do. Um, next, you could pick the size of the dog. Do you want a little dog? Do you want a hundred pound dog? You could pick out any dog in between. So I picked out uh, from zero to 25 pounds because we generally like our little dogs. And uh, then gender. <clears throat> now, Robert and I have both, we've had male dogs or female dogs, but I picked a female dog, so I clicked on female, and again, you could just say any dog, it doesn't matter, and then you could sort by nearest, uh, are you willing to travel 80 miles away to pick up the dog or find the dog, are you willing to only go 10 miles, so you could put in how far you are willing to go to um, get this dog. And then there's a, the last click, um, is the dog good with other dogs? Is the dog good with other cats? Is the, good, is the dog good with kids? Um, so if you have kids, you have other dogs or cats, you want to know that information. That's important information. You don't want to bring a dog into your house um, that, you know, you might have a problem with. So I did all of that and um, I got a amazing search of all these small senior dogs that are available in my area, uh, mostly like little Chihuahua mixes, a little Shih Tzu mix, um, really, really cute little senior dogs. And I was really surprised about um, how many there were. There were just so many. So there are so many great dogs out there. Oh, and the other click you could click on is, do you want a dog that's already potty trained? Um, so I clicked yes. Um, but I, you know, we have, and Robert has, he's a really, he's a really good champion at training dogs to go potty outside. 
Um, you need a lot of patience to do this, especially with an older dog if the dog, you know, doesn't know how to do this already. And again, uh, that would be the previous owner or the life that this dog had in the past um, that doesn't go outside and go potty. But a lot of little dogs, too, will go, uh, and they're potty trained to go potty on potty pads, which is um, something that they can do. So I always recommend Pet Finder. Please go on their website. And you can just do it for fun, you know. Just go on Pet Finder and just click on all the different uh, sorting mechanisms that they have, and you could just build your own dog, you know. That's what I really like about it. And also check out your local shelter. Uh, a lot of times, again, these dogs are there. Um, the cats are there for no, you know, reason uh, except that they, you know, you know, a lot of people just get dogs and they find out very shortly that they don't have enough time. They don't know what to do if the dog is acting uh, in a particular way. They don't know how to train the dog. They're not willing to put in the time. So you do need the time. Um, my little Wanda here, she's a little Shih Tzu. I've talked about her before. She's a little nine-pound Shih Tzu. And she doesn't like other dogs. So when we take a walk, I have to be careful to, like, cross the street or, you know, avoid other dogs because she just goes crazy. You know, the first year of her life, she was in a puppy mill, and she wasn't socialized with other dogs. So she doesn't like other dogs. But we're at the point now, and she's... We've had her seven years, and uh, she's at the point now where we go on a walk, and she knows if she sees another dog, I want to I want to uh, reward her for not bar barking, and she'll sit. She'll see the other dog. She looks at me. She sits because she knows if she's a good girl and doesn't bark, she's going to get a treat. So we've been really working on that for a really long time, and she's really doing really well. So with that, check out Pet Finder. Find your best friend. And back to you, Robert. Back to you, Haley. Thanks a lot. Hey, a big peeny giggy, Wendy. Uh, build your own dog on PetFinder.com. I like that information. Hey, if you're listening to this show, you're part of the resistance. From Chief Plenty Coops, the ground in which we stand on is sacred ground. It is the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office, vote, vote, vote. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier. Now. Wajile. Wajile.